I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. I'm Demetri Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Range from XDP. This is Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. Corey Willis from PPI. I'm Drew with D&J Precision Machine. I'm Pinky. And you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. Diesel Podcast. You're listening to The Diesel Podcast. The Diesel Podcast. The one and only Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We've got a podcast today that touches on a question that pops up i would say almost every day we get calls or emails about it and that's i'm in the market for a new truck or a newer truck which one should i go with what are some things that separate the brands what's the aftermarket availability look like so we're going to chat with a guest today who went through that same process and we're going to go through every angle of it and what went into his decision on whether to get a power stroke cummins or duramax but before we do that we've got to thank our sponsors who make this podcast possible BD Diesel, they've got a ton of cool products and a lot of promotions going right now. And whether you got a Power Stroke, Cummins, Duramax, you need to go to dieselperformance.com, check out what they have, or call them at 800-887-5030. Now for the Ford fans out there, Snyder Performance Engineering, they've got a ton of new things, really cool things like Minimax vent mounts, they've got the, the five-position switch brackets, transmission turbo setups, pretty much everything. So if you've got a, a power stroke looking to, to make some improvements to it or really any other make, let's go to spediesel.com. All right, let's get right into this podcast and touch on this topic of which truck to buy. Welcome to the podcast, Garen. How you been, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Patrick. Yeah, it's been a long time, man. I know you've been busy up there in, uh, there in Alaska and stuff. And I know you've been busy down here and everything and you're the guys on the podcast now man you're you're the one who started my addiction with diesels way back when <laughs> that's bittersweet for sure and a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> it's funny looking back you know like this is probably like oh four oh five right around there you know you you picked up this this six liter you know it's brand new truck and i don't think either one of us really knew like what diesel performance was but you know, you get a magazine or jump on some forums and then you're like, wow, this, you know, adds this and I just plug it in and all those different things. And that's what set me on the path because that thing was a, a monster, man. Like zero to 60, that thing would get up and move for as big of a truck as it was, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, and the, the funny part about it is I specifically remember like um, you having your Dodge Hemi and me having my Dodge and us farting around and racing and whatever and then i remember um somebody telling me i can get a smoking deal on a power stroke but you know everywhere i went i was getting just killed by um cummins the five nines you know they were smoky they were loud they were awesome <laughs> the thing is like i didn't know anyone that worked at cummins and you know you and i were young men at that time i think you know um 23 24 like i couldn't afford a thirty thousand dollar cummins you know so I went with the next best thing, you know, the 6.0 Power Stroke. Those were the days, man. I mean, I remember, even it's kind of funny to reminisce for a second, but, like, you look at truck prices now. I remember what they were in, like, 04, 05. Like, you could get a nice 5.9, like, you know, quad cab, short bed, four-wheel drive for 35, 37,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now that's, you can't touch it. <laughs> no, you not even close. Not even close. You know, the, what was so cool about that truck and, and, you know, like what we're going to be talking about on this podcast is, you know, you get into a vehicle 
Um, you know, most of us get into it when we're younger and, you know, you buy what you can afford and then you kind of just jump into it. And I remember helping you on that truck with like intercooler and, you know, an intake manifold and all those different things that you did. And then I started to get more interested in it. And then, you know, like that story, that dyno story that we always have. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, the power stroke for sure. I mean, what did we start with? We started with, you know, the programmer. And if I remember correctly, like the big three was like super chips, edge and bully dog. Like that, that was it. And you either had one of the three and, you know, I, I remember us, you know, like not really knowing what we were doing, um, hooking up the, you know, edge and okay, that kind of works. So man, this thing is the fastest thing ever. And then, you know, we upgraded. Now we did an air intake, you and I, and then we, you know, did the intercooler, which, you know, led to, you know, fuel systems, which, you know, led to straight piping. And, you know, I mean, it was a really good learning tool, I think, for both of us. Um, it, and, you know, at the end there, remember, did the EGR delete, and we actually finally got our first puff of black diesel smoke. <laughs> Those are the old days, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, man, that was more than 10 years ago. But, yeah, I remember <laughs> that stuff. And, uh-huh. and I, I had the itch for, like, three years to get one, to get a, oh, know, yeah. a diesel and. You know, I just, I don't know. I just got, you know, into a position and a time when I could do it, when I could afford it. And I remember, it was like, I remember Garen talking about Cummins Motors, and that's all I focused on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at that time, what was on the lots were six seven, so that's what I got. And I remember, like, I excitedly, like, I think I, like, texted you a picture of it. <laughs> and you're like, damn it. You know, and <laughs> I don't know how much longer after that, but then you had one. Uh-huh. And... It wasn't like, oh, well, we, it was we're competitive. It wasn't like, oh, well, we both have one. It was, mm-hmm. well, I've got a tuner on it, and I've got, you know, these dynamite diesel nozzles and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, man, we're both going to go broke trying to compete with each other. Well, I mean, I mean, even if we back it up, uh, once we had all that stuff on, remember, like, Banks told us with the intercooler we get 100 horsepower, and with Edge we get 150 horsepower, and... You know, the street pipe has to be at least 15. We start adding all that up, and we're like, oh, God, we have a 500-horsepower truck. And then we went to that um, dyno meet, and what, we dynoed 250 horsepower at the rear wheels or something. Like, I've never <laughs> felt more defeated in my entire life than at that moment. I remember that vividly. It was like this you know, big event, and, you know, it was like a power stroke group or something. And yeah, yeah. There were seven threes and six liters. I think the <laughs> six fours were just coming out then, and they had some of them there. That was cool, man. But I remember that, that six seven, I think is, that's where we got to have, you know, fun yeah, with absolutely. it. And just, you know, I knew I knew a little bit about power strokes from the truck you had, and then huh? I went to Dodge, you know, and that, I, I loved that, that, that motor and, you know, that setup and everything. And, you know, I, I remember you getting, you know, like those early days, it, it was kind of right. like you had to have these two different things on there and there'd be the lightning bolt and, you know, this oh, yeah. pop up and, you know, it's like, does well, this worked on a 5.9, will it work on a 6.7? And it, mm-hmm. it just progressed so much pretty fast. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that 6.7, I mean, even when you go back to the 5.9s, it's a bulletproof motor. You can, you know, the Dodge, the motor is, you're not buying a Dodge to have a transmission or the truck. You're buying the Dodge to get the Cummins motor because it's literally bulletproof. But the problem is everything else around it falls apart. When that 6.7 came out, I mean, 
you know, they were meeting 2020 uh, EPA regulations by, you know, increasing the size of the displacement. But the problem is, is that motor and EGR and emissions was so far ahead of the time. Like when you bought yours, I bought mine, but there was no real programmer. There was no real EGR deletes, DPF deletes. And so I remember spending gobs of money just to drive the truck and have it straight pipes, you know. Like it was terrible. I had like an edge with um, bully dog and, you know, I was still throwing lightning bolts. I'd just be driving down the street and my truck would just stop, turn itself <laughs> off, lightning bolt to death, you know. I mean, what a pain in the butt. You know, I, I had a lot of problems with my truck with like the O2 sensors and um, mo well, mostly just the O2 sensors. And mm -hmm. I know, you know a lot of people in those early, like that 2007 and a half, 2008, they yeah. would have different electrical things because they were still trying to figure that all out. And they have, all three brands have made like tremendous strides in, you know, getting that stuff more reliable. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, it was, you're right. Like you don't buy that truck, at least that third gen style. You don't buy that truck because of the, the interior like i mean it was very yeah. basic it's like compared like a duramax or you know a power oh, stroke yeah. is they were yeah. out of it way ahead of it yeah like i i think i had that what dodge flt it might as well have been a work truck you know i mean i was lucky you know i think within fifty thousand miles i had already worn a, a hole in the seat you know i mean there there's a lot of creature comforts that uh just weren't there in the dodges yeah yeah and then you know, after that, I, I just, I wanted a change. I wanted to drive something different, and I, I got an LMM. And it was just so nice, like, how the interior, how it drove. I mean, yeah. just everything on it, and I remember telling you, and it, it kind of started this whole conversation you know, that we're having now is, you know, you were just recently in the market for a truck, yeah. and, and you'd had a, a Ford, you'd had, you know, a Ram, and, you know, what, what went into your decision-making when you were looking at what truck do I want to have? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, really, um, I always just still wanted to be uh, Patrick, you know. Um, I put all my money in my Cummins, and, you know, I thought it was fast. And then I, I came and visited you, and you're rolling in all of Patrick's goodies, big turbo, big injectors, uh, $10,000 ATS transmission, and I thought, ah, oh, well, Patrick's telling me he's got an 800-horsepower truck. It can't be that fast. And when you know, when you let me drive that, I've never screamed <laughs> louder as a woman than at driving <laughs> that thing. That, and then I realized that, like, 800-horsepower, that's too much for me, actually. When I always was trying to soup up my Cummins, it was to beat Patrick, and I needed at least 801 horsepower. But after driving that, I realized I want nothing to do with that because it is the fastest thing on four wheels. Like, that was insane. And, you know, I, I knew that you um, put a lot into that truck. I mean, you know, you literally had everything, and that thing was absolutely bulletproof. But, you know, um, like you were kind of saying, I wanted those creature comforts. Um, and my Cummins just didn't have it. And I didn't want to start with another Cummins um, and um, because I knew that once I put a programmer on a, on a new Cummins with some of those creature comforts, I'm going to have to upgrade the transmission. You know, I mean, you start adding all these things in 
Um, and on top of that, I mean, my Dodge drove nice, but it was still a tank, you know? I mean, you're yeah. driving along on the road, you know, and you hit, like, that bridge intersection. It literally feels like, you know, you're during your feelings out. And, uh, you know, and Power Stroke's the same. They, they have those curl springs up front, um, big differentials, you know. And I, I wanted something that rode a little bit nicer. But on top of that, I now had a realistic number. I didn't want an 800-horsepower truck. I just want somewhere in between the five and 600 horsepower. And when you look at all the platforms, you know, the Power Stroke, the Cummins, the Duramax, the new LMLs, and now, you know, the newer LP5s, well, you know, the Duramax has it. It has the really nice creature comforts. I can throw just a tuner on there, you know, upgrade from the CP4 to a CP3. Um, you know, it has amazing injectors. The turbo lasts, and, you know, it has the Allison transmission. So I can spend the least amount. I can do the least amount of upgrades and have an efficient truck that's reliable, and I don't have to spend $10,000 on a race transmission, you know. And so yeah. that's, yeah, that's kind of how I got to the LML. But, you know, I've literally probably been, uh, you know, waiting for someone to tune these LP5s, but it's looking like, you know, it's never going to happen because, you know, the emission standards and the computer on there, you know, you just, you just can't flash it, you know. And living in Alaska, um, you know, now I'm going to have to buy one other thing is that high idle kit that BD offers for my LML, which I definitely need living in a cold climate, you know. Yeah, yeah, and BD's got a, they've got a ton of cool products for, for all three platforms, mm -hmm. you know, from, like, the intercooler you had on your 6.7 Cummins. And Which, yeah, I, that, that thing was awesome, yeah. Yeah, from that, electronics, I mean, they've got just a ton of cool things, and, and what's so exciting about the LMLs is it has a, the, like, the transmission, and mm -hmm. it's a proven platform, and if you do want to build it one day... There's tons of, of products, you know, there's torque converters and rebuild kits and full transmissions or you mentioned the CP3 conversion or compound turbo kits. All those mm -hmm. things are there. And you also have the electronic side, you know, where oh, there's yeah. proven tuners, you know, that are out there. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, with that Cummins that I had, I had the Smarty, you know, as years goes on, it starts to, you know, electronics start to change and... Luckily, you were you you far surpassed me on that one and told me like, Darren, you got to get EFI live. You know, you can <laughs> you can program it exactly. You know, you have 90 horsepower injectors. You know, you have a S475. Like we can program it all. You know, to specifically to your truck. And I mean that. Holy smokes, that was day and night difference. Because with the Smarty, all I was doing was slipping gears and blowing black smoke. Literally blowing. You know just rolling cold, whereas the EFI Live, now I could tow, you know, I could drive the streets, I could get great fuel economy, or I could, you know, bump it up, and yeah, I could now blow raw diesel out my exhaust if I wanted to, you know? That's, you know, it, it fits all in, too, like, you know, the, you know, when you first get into these these motors, it's like, you know, it's we think back to, like, the 12 valves, you know, oh, yeah. seven threes and just how smoky they were, but... You're right. Like you go through that process where you're like, okay, 
I hit the same thing, like riding in a 1200 horsepower truck or a 1600 horsepower truck is like, I want nothing to do with this. It's cool to watch, <laughs> but I, I have no use for it. And right. even at 800, it's, it, you can have something, you know, efficient and fun to drive, but oh yeah, like that 550, 600, maybe 650 mark. Uh-huh. It's, you know, quiet, it's efficient. You can still tow with it. That figures into everything once you you have a couple trucks or something like that or start to get to be old dudes like us, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Did you check out the new Power Strokes? You, test you, know, anyone? I, you know, I I've looked at it, um, you know, and the Power Strokes are great. Um, and But that, the reason I ended up going with that LML is kind of just – what we were talking about, um, creature comforts. Granted, the Power Stroke has all those, but I wanted the IFS. I wanted the independent front suspension from the LML, um, you know, just Chevys in general. But something that kind of turned me off on the Power Stroke was I'm not a fan of having two turbos. It seems like it's, you know, one extra turbo to go wrong, you know. Um, I don't know, and, you know, I'm. you can have a Ford – and, it, you know, it can be super fast. You can have a Dodge, it's super fast, and, a, you know, a Duramax. It's, it's all, I think, just, you know, what you like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's, I know there were some growing pains, like, with the 6.4s and the sequential turbo setup and, uh-huh. you know, things like that. And then that dual compressor wheel they had, like, on the early 6.7s. And uh-huh. I think in 15, they, they changed it up a little bit. And, I mean, they've got bulletproof transmissions. You know, I really like that truck, but... We get oh, calls yeah. all the time or emails, you know, from guys who listen and they're, you know, in the market, which one's the best. And, mm-hmm. you know, it depends how you want to use it. You know, if you oh, want yeah. like an all out race truck, you know, there's 48 RE swap it. And a lot uh-huh. of the parts carry over from, uh, you know, the earlier six sevens and everything like that. But, you know, it's, I guess it depends on the perspective. If you're trying for a race truck, they're all going to cost the same amount of money. It's just oh, when yeah. you buy what. But, <laughs> you know, then it kind of gets more personal, and you're like, okay, go, yeah. sit, go sit in the driver's seat. How do you like uh-huh. it? You know, yeah. how do you like how it looks, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm, um, you know, and the, the new Power Stroke just hasn't grown on me yet. I, I you know, I'm, um, you got diehard Ford guys, and, you know, that's awesome, but th- it's just the front end. It just... The, the big, long lights, um, you know, I mean, it's just a little bit of everything, you know. It's the same reason I didn't go with the LP5. It's because, you know, their their emissions right now is uncrackable. So, you know, how that's not very much fun at all, you know, whereas, you know, I, I think here in too long, you know, Power Strokes and Cummins are going to be the same way, you know, because yeah. Duramax is kind of leading the way with emission stuff. Yeah, it's definitely going to be something on some future episodes. Definitely want to get, you know, some guys on who, who you know, do that for a living, who, who tune oh, those yeah. trucks and see what they think. And, and you know, once one does it, it, the other, you know, brands start to do it as well. And it's very oh, yeah. much a evolving, you know, kind of performance market. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited you got that LML, man. You'll, you'll have fun with it. And there's so many things if you wanted to, you know, from... You know, compound turbo kits and mm-hmm. you know air dog or fast lift pump and this you know cp3 conversion and just so much you can do if you want oh to. yeah yeah and you know i mean that 
literally once I get this paid down a little bit, that's you just kind of basically named my list of you know exhaust intake, um, a faster air dog, EFI live, and um, I still am trying to get edu- educated. You can call it on um, uh, the EFI link, right? Is that right? Or oh, the Easy Link. Yeah. yeah, the Easy Link. So you know, and you've always steered me in the right direction. Um, you know, and then of course delete, um, you know, and I think, you know, after all the research I've done, you know, I mean, that should put me, you know, with a CP3, you know, easily in the 500s, um, you know, I'll be hitting that top portion of the the stock turbo, you know, but it sets me up just like you kind of said for, yeah, if I start driving that around and 500 doesn't feel like it's enough, then I can always come back and, you know, maybe go to a big single or something, you know, and still be very streetable and drivable. It, it's real interesting, you know, like the EFI Live, EasyLink, you know, PPI is, is a company we work closely with, mm-hmm. and they, they, they sponsor this podcast. They make it happen. I've known those guys oh, okay. for years, and yeah. they use both, you know, and it's, it's really interesting to see, like with EasyLink, just how simple it is uh-huh. and how updates are easy and how, you know, the tuner can – access it easily if you make changes or you know add a part or something like that and then efi live is great in what it does and and how simple it is and how proven it is and you know the question that pops up all the time is which one makes more power well you can't say that it's just like basically two different ways to make a truck perform better so yeah when you get to that point you know we can you can you know talk about it and get you in touch with the right guys and everything and yeah you'll have fun with it oh yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's great to catch up. And, you yeah. know, it, it, like people just, they always want to know what's the best truck or they're in your position where they've had one mm-hmm. or two and, you know, they're they're looking for information. It's not like you can really call up a place and say, hey, which truck, you know, is the best or which one would you get? You know, you call a Ford dealer, they're going to tell you to go right. buy a Ram or, or a, you know, Chevrolet. So, yeah, well, you know, it's valuable. Oh, yeah, it really is. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's guys like you that, you know, I have the ability to call and be like, Patrick, you know, I got, this is what I have as far as a budget, um, you know, and maybe I haven't bought the truck or maybe, you know, I already have a truck in mind, but being able to call you and be like, hey, I got a budget of this much. I want, you know, the most reliable horsepower without blowing anything up. And I want to be able to be, you know, uh, one of the GT Mustangs, you know, and it's awesome that you can steer us in the right direction because, you know, I mean, you and I have both experienced, you know, that, like, never-ending, you know, dropping of money into a truck, and really we're just defeating the purpose. We could have just bought, you know, your simple block-off plates for EGR, a big turbo, you know, some fuel and tuning, and we would have been super happy, but we just, there was no one out there to really guide us and, you know, what to get, you know. Yeah, yeah, you can very easily waste a lot of money, oh, yeah. hundreds or even thousands of dollars. But some of the horror stories I've heard of things, uh-huh. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, you know. And I feel bad, I do, because you know, money is it's tight, you know. Um, yeah, it, it's not fun having like three boxes of three different parts you bought and none of them are on the truck because you went. <laughs> now you're onto the fourth thing, you know. That's <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. No, it's it was great to great to get your insights on you know buying a truck and you know how your passion for this all started and 
yeah, when you get closer, you know, just give me a shot. We'll chat about, you know, setups and parts and new things that have come up, you know, that are available for them. And make sure you're taken care of. You do. I appreciate it, Patrick. Remember, Diesel fans, check out BD Diesel. Just go to dieselperformance.com and Snyder Engineering for a ton of cool products for your truck. If you guys have any questions about, you know, which truck should I buy? What are some proven ways that, you know, people have modified them or gotten more power out of them, gotten more efficiency? Just drop a line in on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and we'll make sure and answer them. If, if you want to call us, you can. Number is 888-556-0743. We're more than happy to chat with you. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.